Well, well, well. If I haven't managed to snag a special episode away from John's vice-like grip. This week on Cheeky Tales, it's all about love as we cover Valentine's Day. No, not the 2010 smash hit movie starring Jessica Alba, Kathy Bates, Jessica Biel, Bradley Cooper, Eric Dane, Patrick Dempsey, Hector Elizondo, Jamie Foxx, Jennifer Gardner, Topher Grace, Anne Hathaway, Ashton Kutcher, Queen Latifah, Taylor Lautner, George Lopez, Shirley MacLaine, Emma Roberts, Julia Roberts, and Taylor Swift. No, the day itself. I went through every person in that because it's right. like a star-studded cast for like a really mid movie. It is actually called Valentine's Day, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Where does Valentine's Day get its name? And just what in the world is Cupid? Find out this week as we introduce our lovely partners to the podcast and force them to act interested. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hello. Bree, you have made vocal appearances a couple of times, but this is the first time you're on the episode. No, it got cut because Sean said something messed up. Oh, you could just see waste. Could you? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. There was a a brief brief walk through the back of frame. (laughs) (laughs) And Kirsty, you have not been on the podcast before. No. At all. I have not. But you've been mentioned. Quite a few times. I have listened. Yeah. Well, you just told us you hadn't. (laughs) You haven't watched watched since the podcast came out. Oh, no. I haven't watched the YouTube, but I've listened. Quote. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you see enough of us anyway. When she says listens, it's maybe 10% of the episodes. <laughs> she hasn't Correct. <laughs> Same with Bree. Yeah. I think you've listened to a couple. No, I listen you to, listen to all, all of them. Bree hears all of them. Yeah. She hears the live. Yeah, I hear the live version. <laughs> I should uh, point out the shirt. Uh, probably not going to come up on camera well. I'll put a photo up next to the uh, when I talk about it. But uh, Bree got me this shirt as a, a gag gift and it is... Beautiful. Features <laughs> her name free. and pictures of her. It's stunning. It is quite nice. <laughs> so nice he won't wear it outside. That's it's correct. Right. I'm very jealous I didn't get one of Kirsty. You're going to say you didn't get one of Brie. <laughs> <laughs> it probably be less weird if I was wearing one of Brie. Anyway, so this is an idea we've had since pretty much day one of the podcast. Of yeah. And every and year we just forgotten. miss it every year. <laughs> But um, I've minded them this time, just for what it's worth. Thank you. <laughs> so you're going to get to actually be part of one, which is uh, is fun. Um, what do you know about Valentine's Day? Anything? That's on the 14th of February. Well done. You got the date <laughs> right. Yep. That's pretty much all I knew. But do you know Saint Valentine? No. I, I, I don't. I've, I've seen a little bit of Saint Valentine's story. What, in a movie or something? No, no, read up on it. Okay. Just in case prepared. you got this podcast and you um, didn't. <laughs> hopefully it's what I remember. It'll just be interesting to see how people view Valentine's Day afterwards. If it's... Well, no, oh, I'm thinking oh. of Casanova. That's who I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah, he's a creep. Yeah, that's yeah. sorry. I wasn't thinking of St. Valentine. I was thinking of Casanova. Huge creep and douche. Okay. Yeah. Have you got a pun to start us off? Steal my heart away with your... Story of Valentine's Day, boy. All right. So to kick things off, let's talk about what it is today. I don't really need to, I'm sure, but just in case, Valentine's Day is a day where we all get heavily pressured to show just how much we love our significant other by buying gifts and making (laughs) soppy posts on social media. So you say that. This episode comes out the day before Valentine's Day. It does, yeah. Men, Valentine's Day is tomorrow. (laughs) 
Get on it now. <laughs> Go buy your chocolates. This is your 24 hours notice. It's 24 hours the notice. The shops are still open. The episode comes out midnight on Tuesday. You've got until, what, like, six o'clock Wednesday? That's it's 30 hours. Probably, You're welcome. Probably too late to get a card already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to get on that. Uh, too late for flower deliveries. You'll have to stop at the servo. Yeah, true. No, the day, one of those no, roadside the day before. people. They do day before. I've done it before. I was going to say, you know what I've never given a go is those roadside flower sellers. Like surely they're fine. Yeah, they're good. I've just never, like I've never even stopped. Do you know what? I've never given Marie, a go. next week you'll be getting flowers from a roadside seller. I will. Oh, I'm, I'll take I've it. I've never given a go of flowers from houses down the street. <laughs> <laughs> you have been picked me flowers one year. I do remember. Yeah, it was from the next door neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> we literally didn't have any money for it, and so he went and picked me some flowers from the garden. That's, that's it was thievery. sweet. I mean, it's quite nice making yeah. your own bouquet. Yeah. Did these people know you were taking nope. them? I don't think <laughs> so, it got to bouquet levels. It was just a few just flowers. Stem. <laughs> I'm the flower bandit. The wet bandit for flowers. Where have three of my flowers <laughs> gone? <laughs> why, why is this one just a stem? <laughs> he could have at least cut it all the way down. <laughs> yeah, twenty-four hour notice. You're welcome. Yeah, get on that. People may celebrate it. They may not. They may do it despite hating it with every bone in their body. But boy, do they do Valentine's Day. They may write an entire podcast script about it based solely on the idea that it would be funny to see their fiance react to them talking smack about such a lovely day. <laughs> But you know what? I think we all know what Valentine's Day is, but why did the entire planet decide to celebrate on the same day instead of, like, other days? And why is it called Valentine's Day? And don't be smug if you already know. Just be cool, okay? I actually wrote that in there for you because I thought you'd look it up. So, the story starts in beautiful old-timey Rome in the 3rd century AD, where it was totally cool to be a Christian and nothing at all wrong happened to anyone ever. Do you, do you get that? I don't. Like, Christian persecution in Rome was massive before they decided that they were Christian. So, like, quite often Christians would just be in the Colosseum, like, getting eaten by lions and stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. Persecution was rife with executions happening constantly for those who practised their faith and got caught doing so. Was it by lion? <laughs> just, I don't think it was. Because you just explained it that you had it in your script. Yeah, I, know, I forgot that I wrote it there. <laughs> I should have just read the next line. There are two main candidates for who St. Valentine was, despite the fact there are apparently heaps of early Christian martyrs called Valentine. So absolutely not because they were the two featured on the specific Valentine's Day Wikipedia page, but because (laughs) a number of denominations honour them on February 14th, unless in specific locations there is some other saint that gets honoured, because apparently it's an incredibly complicated system to determine which saint is honoured on which day that spans multiple calendars that are all valid despite being completely different. Religion is confusing. So the the Roman calendar is like, hey, St. Valentine's Day is not part of, of... the like celebrations we do anymore unless you want to do the old calendar in which case it is so you know it could be either calendar choose which one you like how many times have we dove into like old religion like when i was like henry and henry the fifth and it's just really confusing yeah i it was just like oh hey um you can choose whichever um calendar you want and that's pretty much how they do it I actually don't even know what the Roman calendar is. The Roman calendar? Yeah. 
Well, the Roman calendar is our calendar. All right. Yeah, the Julian calendar. No, no the Julian calendar is the one before the current one, which is the Gregorian calendar. What's the difference besides uh, saints? I think it's like it starts at a different point and it moves around a bit. Um, for example, later on I talk about... It's the 13-month calendar that's been doing the rounds on social media. I was going to say, like, so when they start up with Monday, yeah, a Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Every the, month is four weeks and then we have an intermission day at the end. Later on I mentioned in the Julian calendar, the day that we currently celebrate Valentine... No, the day that they had the 14th of February, it was the 23rd of February now. So, like, it moved the calendar about a week. Yep. Yeah. So, we'll be covering uh, the two stories that I found not on Wikipedia uh, because most believe they are the true St. Valentine. To be clear, even the Catholics seem to be confused about which one St. Valentine's is and they created the whole concept. Uh, so, yeah, it's a little bit hard to write a convincing tale uh, for one that shows that they're what they're talking about. So, let's just uh, spend belief for a little bit. And get on with the story. Valentine of Rome or Valentine of Terni, it could be either of them, and I was not willing to dig any deeper to discover which one it was, were both from what we know as Italy. Commitment, boy, on Valentine's Day, you're showing commitment to the story. <laughs> Do you know why? Because multiple sources don't reference which one they're talking about. Okay. They're just like, St. Valentine. Like, okay. which, which one? Yeah. The vacuum's starting. Is it? Yep. So the vacuum also makes its first appearance. Is it 11 o'clock? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There it goes. <laughs> right on cue. That's going to stay in now. <laughs> that was perfect. It's 11 o'clock. <laughs> All right. Now that the vacuum has not made a scene... <laughs> You just imagine, come through and knock all the cameras out. That's what I was waiting for. Right. <laughs> no. do, do, do. And then you just get the shot of it yeah. driving through in front of it. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, so Valentine of Rome or Valentine of Terni uh, were both from what we know as Italy, but at the time was the Roman Empire. As I said before, it's a pretty bad time to be a Christian at this point in history, and Valentine of Rome was doing just that. He had been placed under house arrest for uh, evangelizing. Uh, he was in the care of Judge Asterius, who decided to have a conversation with Valentine about his faith. While Valentine was discussing why Jesus was a pretty dope dude and why he was valid as Messiah, the judge decided to, uh, oh, yeah, well, if Jesus is so powerful, how about you fix my blind adopted daughter's eyes, buddy? <laughs> Which is just a pretty classic move I think we've all pulled at some point in our life. Valentine would do a quick prayer to God, lay his hands on the girl's eyes, and miraculously restore her vision. Kind of like when you plug in your mother's HDMI cable to the right <laughs> port, <laughs> but a little bit more impressive. Restore them. <laughs> Judge Asterius would obviously be thrilled that his daughter could see and was pretty humbled after all the smack he'd been talking and would ask Valentine what he should do now. Valentine told him he should probably be Christian, and so told him to, to destroy all the idols in his house, fast for three days, and then go and get himself and his whole family, including servants, baptised. So that's exactly what Judge Asterius would do, converting his entire 44-member household to Christianity. 44? 
So that's all of like... He wasn't his, living in a two-bedroom house, was he? <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> He's in some massive Roman villa somewhere, yeah, for wow. show. Oh, like, yeah, like a whole villa type thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's all of his like children, his extended family, his servants. servants. Probably his yeah. servants' family. Yeah, it'd be multi-generational living probably. 44 though. It's a lot of people yeah. to feed. <laughs> have you not been recording this whole no, time? No, I have <laughs> Just had reverb on. The on-off button is like broken on this thing, but it always bugs me when I see it off. Um, he would also free all the Christian prisoners under his authority, including Valentine. So you just have to say it was a real pro-gamer move by Valentine to fix that girl's eyes. <laughs> Later on, Valentine would again be arrested for evangelizing. Wasn't Valentine that fixed her eyes? True. It was the Lord. Mm. I do love like stories like this where someone's just like, eh? and it works because there's also an equal number of stories where people are like, eh? and it doesn't, and it doesn't do anything. Equal number or more number? Yeah. When it when it does work, it's gonna be like you when you take a crash, catch it indoor cricket. You'd be astonishing. Like, like oh, <laughs> every catch I ever take goes like that. It's a moment of oh, sheer surprise that it's still in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. That's what I usually say. Um, thanks for bringing out my bad catching skills, boy. <laughs> Do you want to play it this afternoon? We could. No. <laughs> Later on, Valentine would again be arrested for evangelizing, but this time there was no judge's daughter with blindness to get him out of it. He would this time be sent to Rome to stand in front of Claudius Gothicus, the emperor of Rome himself. That's a name. <laughs> Yeah, Claudius. That is the most Roman name I've ever heard. Claudius Gothicus. That sounds like something out of Warhammer 40k. (laughs) (laughs) Have you got any idea about like the way that the emperor worked in Rome? No, I don't. It was like the all powerful, but they could only be for like a certain amount of time. And all their senators and (laughs) stuff. So the US US presidency. You could only do it for eight years. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that the emperor had like a time limit. Can't remember now. But um Sean. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Again, congratulations, Sean and Rachel. All right, so we definitely didn't just take a break because of uh, some weird recording stuff. Um but where did I get up to? Oh yeah, Claudius Gothicus. That's right. Mm. So while at first Valentine won over Claudius, uh, assumedly with card tricks. Before Valentine would try to convert Claudius to Christianity. (laughs) So, yeah, he he was winning Claudius over uh, and then he tried to convert him to Christianity and Claudius didn't like that. uh, And so instead of converting, he would condemn Valentine to death, uh, giving him the option. What a turn. Yeah. Giving him the option to either renounce his faith, uh, faith or be beaten with clubs before being beheaded. Valentine would refuse to renounce Christianity and so would be publicly beaten and hung on February 14th of 20, uh, 269 AD. Nice. Sealing his eventual sainthood <laughs> by completing a miracle and being martyred for his faith. February 14th? Yeah, Bingo. that's right. On the other calendar. Um, oh. Yeah, so do you know, like, saint? How, how does a saint become a saint? I don't know. They're recognised after death, aren't they? Yeah, so they have to they have to be dead. Um, 
they used to have to be martyred, so like be killed for their faith. Right. Um, I don't think that's a thing anymore because I think, I think they made Mother Teresa a saint. Yeah, the, not many people are being killed for their faith anymore. It still happens. Yeah. But not as, yeah, not, as much, not, not yeah. as much as it used to. Um, and they have to have like a verifiable miracle. So like other people have to know about the miracle. Mm, yeah. Right. Um, so for Valentine, it was fixing the girl's eyes because there's like accounts of him doing it. Um, for other saints, it's other things of similar sort of. Um, spectacular nature. Yeah, like something that can't be explained. Um, it's pretty ethereal. They're just like, you know, oh, this person made some toast. Saint. Um, <laughs> and um, well, this is not our first saint, is it? No. One of my saint favorite, Olga. One of my favourite episodes, Saint Olga. Yeah. What was she sainted for? It wasn't for what she, our episode's about. No, it wasn't. I, did I say it in the episode? I think it was I at the I end. Did. I think it was she, because she converted later in her life and then she did a yeah. lot of work. So I don't know if it was for that, was it? Yeah, it must have been. Mm. I can't remember. Anyway, go back and find that episode, The Revenge was- of St. Olga. Very good episode. I didn't listen like, to that one. Go listen to you it. should. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's like two years old. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I probably would have listened to it. That might be one of the ones that you listen to. Yeah. It rings a bell. Plugging our own podcast, mid-podcast. <laughs> Yeah, at Cheeky Tales Pod. Um, <laughs> Forward slash St. Olga. <laughs> I, I don't think each episode has its own URL, no, it does it? No. Definitely doesn't. So, uh, relics of Valentine would find their way throughout the Christian world in Europe over the years. What, what relics could there possibly be? The clubs? With Valentine's flower crown skull, the most notable, which is on display in the Church of Santa Maria in Rome. So, it's his skull... With a flower crown on it. Oh. Yeah. So oh, relics. So romantic. Yeah, I know, right? Please don't give me a flower crown. No, skull you, you make a good point. So far, I'm not seeing how this relates to couples <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. No. That's correct. Um, so relics of saints are usually like stuff that they owned or bits of their body. Right. So um, they'll be like, oh, it's a relic and it's like their finger or something. <laughs> We've also discussed this before. Was it JFK? JFK, where they lost his head. Yeah. 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 Is it his head? Yeah, it's his whole. No, it's his brain. Isn't it? it was something. It was, yeah. There was two parts of him in two different places. Oh so God. JFK, like the American president, when he died, they like took his brain to investigate it. I said there was bits of him everywhere. That's a bit on the nose, isn't it? I didn't mean that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just they realized lost what his I brain. Saying. Oh. Yeah. So nobody knows where JFK's brain is. I'm not, I'm not going John. there. <laughs> I didn't say it. John, it would be very poor taste to say all over that car. <laughs> so don't say that. I wasn't going to say all over his car. I was going to say over his wife. Oh, I'd be no, no. <laughs> You know, the, the photo of- It's a thing. She got covered I in his brain. Yeah. Yeah. There's a photo of- Gross. Was it LBJ? Yeah, the drama the one- or the security guard. Yeah, there's a photo of LBJ. So- um, JFK's uh, vice president being sworn in in the plane and Jackie Kennedy, his wife, is standing there next to him. Still covered in his blood. Like, it's gross. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. (laughs) I hope you're not listening to this episode for romance. They were married. There you go. Cheeky verse, full circle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a one story. Um, I'm sorry for that. Distasteful joke. 
Yeah, you, the, why the would Aaron you say said that? in the first place? It's awful <laughs> that you said that. Other remains of Valentine were gifted as a present to St. Anton's Church in Madrid, with further remains being gifted by the Pope to Whitefriar Street uh, Carmen Light Church in Dublin. Uh, it's just a bit weird how the Catholic Church will do things like this, just keeping bits of dead body everywhere. Yeah, and- Especially because they're not a saint at that point, so they don't mean anything. I think that the the bits that got given to the one in Dublin were given in like the 1800s, so it was like well after oh, he way had been up. Okay, right. Yeah, but but then, I, I think what you're saying is that they've had to keep his body parts yeah, yeah, for that before, period of time, yeah. like just in case they get sainted and then they're going to Yeah, and they talk about like where he's buried. So did they bury him his body. and then pull bits out? Like, Sounds yeah. like it. Yeah, no one talks about that. What if it was the wrong body? Yeah. No one's going to know, really, are they? Uh, so you might be thinking at this point, what does this have to do with love? Mm. You were talking about that. Well, that comes from the potentially inaccurate addition to the story, which says that before his execution, Valentine wrote a note for the daughter of Judge Asterius, whose eyes he had healed, which he signed with, from your Valentine. Now, it's not clear if he had any sort of relationship with the girl, but it's just a bit icky. Mm. Um, so, like, that is the basis of Valentine being <laughs> mentioned in this way. Yeah, Let's right. not talk about possible ages here and oh, <laughs> I don't, celebrating. I don't think oh. it would have been in that context. I think it's just saying, yeah. my name's Valentine. Yeah. I'm yours, I'm the guy that yes, healed your eyes. Then the connotation to love from is, that. From what, that's how we conceive it. Yeah. Now. I don't think it would have been that way at the well, time. Well, there is another legend. Okay. Additionally, there is the much more renowned legend around St. Valentine that says that when he was a priest, he would defy Emperor Claudius's ban on Christian weddings and would perform them for couples so that the husbands could avoid being conscripted into the army. Apparently at the time, there was a, sort, a shortage of soldiers, so this would be quite a sore point for the emperor and wouldn't go down so well. To remind the couples of the vows they made to each other and the commitment they had made to the church, it said that Valentine would cut hearts from parchment and give it to the couple. I'm sure you can tell that this is the story that the modern-day corporate-fueled Valentines latched onto. So this one is not clear as to whether it happened or not. So in this story, he's a priest. He wasn't a priest in the last one, was he? Celebrant. Uh, yeah. He was. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was a priest the whole time. Yeah, okay. But... Um, I don't even know if priest would have been the right term back then, but yeah. So that is where uh, the St. Valentine being attached to love comes from. Mm-hmm. But how did it become Valentine's Day? With the stories above in mind, it's not surprising that as time went on, some existing celebrations started to morph into the Valentine's Day that we know today. While it's not entirely clear and still open to investigation and interpretation, The earliest celebrations I could find was the Feast of St. Valentine that was started by Pope Galatius uh, I in 496 AD. That's some great names. I love history names. Next time we get a pet animal, I'm going Roman and we're finding (laughs) Roman names. So no more Star Wars and Marvel names. It's now going to go Roman. Galatius. What was it? This is my cat, Gothicus. (laughs) 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 That's not to be a black cat, though. (laughs) Only black cats. (laughs) <laughs> or go the opposite and like how people call redheaded yes. people fluey. Like, yeah. yeah, that's a Gothicus. Ca- Gothicus. Super it's a white cat. cat, white ragdoll. I think, or I think I'm onto something. <laughs> it's no, a great idea. The Romans have got some great names. Again, that just sounds all very 40K. 
Warhammer well, 40k. I mean, they that's have, probably yeah. where they got the name. I think from. it is. Yeah. The names sound tough. Mm. Yeah. That's why. What was Maximus? What was the what's Russell Crowe's character from Gladiator? I haven't seen that. Aurelius Maximus Aurelius or something like that. Yeah, you know, I've never seen that. Yeah, me either. Me either. You've Oh, you're the only one. I saw about twenty I'm, minutes of it the other day. I'm not surprised by you ladies. I'm <laughs> And I'm also not surprised by Aaron because yeah, he doesn't see movies. any movies. Speaking of movies, Adam Sandler's back on the radar. Yes, he is. Adam Sandler's back on the Absolutely. Menu. His new movie? No, no. Just I've been watching Just Go With It again and Grown Ups 2. <laughs> there is a new one. It's like Stop. about a bar mitzvah, I think. One of his oh. children. Oh, yeah, I started watching comedy. that. I haven't but, watched it yet, but I've downloaded it. Yeah, I started watching it, didn't like it, so I went back to the others. Oh. He's also got another movie coming out. A serious one. Mm. What's it called? Spaceman? I thought yeah, he did this. Super seri- I thought the, base- yeah. the basketball one was the serious one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that one. Um, What's that one? What, Spaceman? Yeah, it's not out yet. <laughs> he's a spaceman. That's pretty much all I know. <laughs> he's like, he's out and it's like a, oh, he an doing investigation a- of how the human mind goes crazy when you're all alone or something. Oh, I thought he was doing an homage oh, to Star yeah. Wars to say thank you for his career. <laughs> the cheeky verse returns. Um, yeah, so I look forward to uh, having to watch that movie at least once, maybe four hundred times. <laughs> you don't have to watch them with me. You just oh, really? Because I come to go to bed and it's on. <laughs> Can I turn off the TV? This is no. what the episode's meant to be. Let's do it. <laughs> Welcome to married life, guys. <laughs> yeah, we only got one TV, so yeah, you just do. go to bed and I've got the TV. I, I made the mistake mm. when Brie moved in, we put our, like, the biggest TV in the living room, of course, and I went, let's put the other one in the bedroom. So now there's, like, the sun lighting up the bedroom <laughs> every time I try to go to sleep. I, only, I can only fall asleep with something playing in the background. It in has the to- background? Yeah. <laughs> Front I don't center. watch it. It's That's why I put on the movies that I've watched numerous times so I know what's happening. If I cast a shadow because of it, it's not in the background. <laughs> <laughs> is that what that shadow on the wall is? Aaron's got a permanent shadow. <laughs> Solar eclipse. Like, like those Aaron. like outlines of people after the bombs. Yes, yeah. that's what I was alluding to. I didn't want to actually pinpoint what it was, but yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of my night every night is just hiding my eyes from the <laughs> you TV. You've got an atomic bomb going off. I find John's yeah. phone bad enough when you come to bed than mm. a whole TV. He does, he does adjust the cupboard so it doesn't like rebound from the mirror yeah. to the you to his face. separate beds. Yeah. <laughs> you can or, sleep in the garage. No, I've been putting it on my iPad. Aaron gets the light. You just get me yelling with Aaron yeah. while we're playing Xbox. I can tell you guys have been playing shooting games in the last week because yeah. instead of laughing and giggles oh, every no often. <laughs> this was Aaron on Friday night. I was like, oh, my God. He's like, what, what are they doing? They keep getting me. I had shot him three times and he's doing die. <laughs> what is this? That was him the other night too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as if you're not dead. There's a significant difference between Rocket League games and Call of Duty games, and yep. the Call yeah. of Duty ones wake me up more. It's yep. like we're 18 again. Yeah. We should yep. play Secret Neighbor again. Oh, no, I don't want to play Secret. I hate Secret Neighbor. Sneakers Neighbor. There's so many better games than Secret Neighbor that are the same thing. Although, can I just say that mm. I am so good at COD, even after three bottles of wine. Yes, let's... Yes. <laughs> can we, can we, can we dive into this a little bit, please? Can we... Can we, can we, can we are you better when you're on three bottles no, of wine? No, she's just better than Aaron. Brie is significantly better than me. And then God. the other night we are playing with Brie. And she, how many bottles of wine have you had? Three. Two or three. Yeah. One of them. It was myself, Brie, Aaron and Cheesy. 
and she was flogging Aaron. And he was sober. <laughs> yeah. That was an embarrassing day for me. Yep. I could hear them being like, and Bree's drunk. <laughs> and this is after not playing for like years. years. Yeah. Yeah. Picks it up straight away. Whereas the kids ask me for help with Minecraft, I'm like, what controllers do I use? I've written John and I don't know how to work this. She's holding the Nintendo Switch controller. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that dumb. <laughs> uh, so this, the getting back to the actual story. Adam Sandler chat. Yeah. So the feast of Saint Valentine. Uh, it wasn't really a celebration of love at all, more of a memorial to the man himself, which would go in and out of favour as a celebration with the Catholic Church over the coming centuries, as we've already discussed. Now, the Feast of St. Valentine is still actually done in some countries. Uh, I think it was predominantly Malta. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then some South American countries do it as well. Uh, it's like, a, it's just a feast, basically. Um, It wouldn't be until the 14th century that people would start to associate love with Valentine's Day, as the poems of Chaucer would introduce the world to a weird connection between the engagement of King Richard II of England and bird sex. Excuse me? So this is the poem, (laughs) translated to modern English. What did you say? The engagement of King Richard II of England and bird sex. We did hear him right. I'm... Are you about to, the poem? This is, is a poem that links those two things. Okay. Okay. So it's translated into modern English from Old English. For this was on St. Valentine's Day when every bird comes there to choose his match of every kind that men may think of and that so huge a noise they began to make that earth and air and tree and every lake was so full that not easily was there space for me to stand. So full was all the place. <laughs> so it's spring. Yeah, so what he's saying is King Richard got engaged on the bird sex day. <laughs> so in Chaucer's time, the Julian calendar was in use. As I said, we're using the Gregorian, uh, which would have put February 14th on the modern day February 23rd, which is apparently a day in which some birds start mating in England. So there's like this particular day where birds just start mating and he's like, Isn't oh, yeah. meaning to bird nerd? <laughs> bird nerd. Yeah, that's me. Yes. John has lots of birds. In Australia, for our local parrots, it's like early December. Mm. Which is summer. Yeah. A bit weird. It is. Yeah. Is there like a lorikeet thing going on at the moment? Yes. It's that yearly thing where they all just randomly start getting paralysed. Correct. Yeah. There is hundreds and hundreds. Doesn't that happen to magpies or do they just get baited? They probably just get baited. Yeah. We've, we've taken a few lorikeets to the vet. The vet. For local listeners, this is a public service announcement. If you see a rainbow lorikeet or a scaly-breasted lorikeet on the ground, not get flying. Them, get them to a vet. Get them to a vet. They can look after them, recuperate them, and get them back in the wild. So it's this weird thing that happens where lorikeets will just stop flying. Yeah. Wow. I think, do they get like it, slightly paralyzed? So it starts with their wings and then it goes to their feet. Then even there, they don't blink. That's why they needed eye, eye drops. drops. Remember how we asked yeah. them the other day? And so you have to hand feed them and eye drops to keep them. Lorikeet paralysis mm. syndrome. They're not sure what causes it. It's the same time, it, they think it might be dietary, like a plant or something around. Um, and yeah, they just, the first, the first thing they go is their wings and they'll mm. hop around and then they just can't walk. They can't 
Brink. I can't eat. Eat. And they just die. And they just starve. Has it always been a thing or is it a modern Since thing? 2005, I think. I read it's the other day. It's fairly new. It's, yeah, right. it's not that okay. old. Mm. Maybe 2015. Yeah. It was a five. It was a 2005. So 2005 or 2015. Yeah. Um, I don't remember hearing about it till like last no. year. No, neither do I. Yeah. It's, it's South Queensland, Northern New, New South, South Wales. Wales. It's just localised in that area. Um, and the lady that was looking after them that I took the bird to, she said the rainbows are doing better than the scalies because they're bigger, a bit more resilient, whereas the scalies tend to die from it. So, yeah, mm. the, the one we took in the other day, the vet said they had shipped off, that, was it 40 or 80? Yeah, 48. 48 that morning. And oh, like, wow. you know someone who's looking after the them. The wildlife home. carer had over 400. Over so she had to stop taking them. Oh it's around the clock care, yeah. obviously, and she was shipping them off to yeah. other carers. There's three main carers in Ipswich. RSPCA is one of the main carers. and They've got, yeah, hundreds, probably thousands by now. Yeah. It sounds wow. like it's getting a lot worse. But it's very treatable. Yeah, but like it's just a completely useless animal until it's healed. Yeah. That it needs like full care. Anyway, yeah. back to bird sex. Bird talk. Yeah. Back to so bird that was the first time that like somebody had written about Valentine's Day being related to love mm-hmm. or at least bird sex. Um, <laughs> yeah, so King King Richard the thir- uh, the second, was it the second? Yes, I yes. believe so. Um he got engaged to his I guess wife um, on, on, on sex Valentine's Day. day. Yeah. yeah, on Bird Sex Day. It's not going to be called that instead of Valentine's Day. <laughs> I'm totally getting you a card. Happy Bird Sex Day. <laughs> Merry Bird Sex Would Day. Would you be my bird sex? <laughs> <laughs> so from there, Valentine's Day began to grow in importance in the romantic world, with even Shakespeare mentioning the day in Hamlet. With the invention of the printing press, publishers would produce sentimental verses for young men who weren't no good wit words, eh? As postal <laughs> rates got lower... Uh, postal uh, uh, with postal reforms, it became common practice to mail a Valentine's card to a potential lover, which then led to the introduction of anonymous Valentines when people got a little too randy for prudish Victorian era people. <laughs> when did Hallmark come on the scene? That's what I want to know. Uh, they were like the 1800s, weren't mm. they? Really? No They're idea. that old? Yeah, Hallmark's a pretty old company. Hmm. Um, I'm just guessing 1800s, but we'll fact like check that later. 1904 or something. Uh, British company Cadbury would start to produce chocolates in heart-shaped boxes in 1868, and from there, the capitalist pigs had won the war to sell more <laughs> stuff to people just trying to show their love. I reckon the Shakespeare was probably the tipping point where it probably got really yeah. widespread. Well, apparently at that point it was becoming like a, a cultural thing of like Valentine's Day would be the love day, Yeah, um, which is why he wrote about it. Um yeah. So really it wasn't Valentine, it was the poem. Yeah, pretty much. That was the yeah. that and then like connection. The, yeah. Yeah. the legends about Valentine doing the marriages and stuff, hmm. not really sure if they're verifiable. They might be something that people added later, but there must be something that links the two, so there must be some truth to it. Did Valentine marry Henry or Richard or whoever no, you were talking no, about? No, because that was in the... Different areas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He, he was like 300. What was it? 269 AD. 269, yeah. And then and Richard II was. Much later. Much later. Yeah. A thousand years later? Yeah, about that. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, it's 269 AD. So if he did marry them, he's doing an all right job. <laughs> Maybe the, the, the flower the crowned. Job. Yeah. He's, doing, he's doing a. Um, Ventriloquist. He's doing a Shakespeare. That's a. Alas. 
Yep, poor Yorick, I knew him well. The skull. Oh, yeah. Ugh. So, um, what's the other part of Valentine's Day that you see every time? Cupid. Fat little mm. baby with wings. That's it. Chubby Cupid. With a bow and arrow. Everyone knows Cupid, right? Mm-hmm. Like, can you name any other, like, Roman myth- Santa mythological Claus. Oh, god? No. Oh, is he a Roman god? Yeah. Um, Roman god with Jupiter. Was Jupiter a Roman one? Jupiter was the equivalent to Zeus. Jupiter is meant to be the That's god of right. gods. Yeah. While we know the story of Valentine's, what about Cupid? What the damn hell is that? Well, Cupid is a classical case of copyright infringement, <laughs> with the Romans reinterpreting the myths and legends of the Greek god of love and sex, Eros. Uh, so it's pretty common that most Roman gods are like a ripoff of a Greek, Greek. god. Did um, someone just say that? Yeah. Yeah. So you nailed it. Yeah. So Mercury's the same. Mercury's the um, ripoff of the, uh, what's the Greek god with the wings on his feet? Uh, I don't know my Greek gods, sorry. No, Achilles is the ankle. Oh, um, Achilles is a demigod. Helios? No. No, I can't think of it. Yeah. Clearly none of us have studied Greek. Venus is a ripoff of Aphrodite. Aphrodite, yep. So all the Roman gods are named after the planets. So Neptune's a ripoff of um, Poseidon, god of the sea. I know know some Roman Greek god stuff. And just when I think of Poseidon, I just think of uh, Little Mermaid. Dad? Yeah. That's it. And Percy Jackson. That's a Disney movie. Percy Jackson is coming up a lot in my life right now. It's it's a movie series on Disney at the moment, probably. Yeah. He doesn't watch movies. Yeah. Yeah, you don't watch movies. Why is it coming up in your life? The books. Oh, okay. But also just people talking about Percy Jackson. Hey? So you watch some movies? Yeah. Yeah, Grown Ups 2. Just go with it. Your 51st days. No, no, that one makes one me sad. Oh, okay. I just want them to bring back Blended. Bring it back. Blended 2? Yeah, yeah, give me Blended 2. At least Blended has a story. <laughs> the, thing, the thing with Grown Ups 2 is it's- Adam said, I've never seen any of these movies. <laughs> the only ones I've seen is Grown Ups. Grown Ups 2 doesn't have a story. It's just like, I mean, it kind of does, but it's like, it's just a collection of weird situations. That's all it is. Anyway, um, we're not talking about Adam Sandler again. <laughs> In Greek mythology, Eros is the god of love and sex and was the ancient Greeks uh, was to the ancient Greeks a primordial god, one of the foundation gods with no parents. Oh, so like a titan? Yeah. Yeah. Later, he would morph into a child of Aphrodite and Ares. So I don't know how that morph happened, yeah. but all of a sudden he had parents. Uh, we, should, we should not go into the story to the Greek gods. It's so convoluted Dude, and confusing. What, just trying to read this, like trying to write this bit, what? The, yeah, the, the Greek god stories are just so weird. Yeah. Uh, so the Greeks would show uh, Eros uh, as an angsty teen with wings, usually slender and tall. <coughs> he has the signature bow and arrow combo that we know, and in Greek myths is written to uh, shoot mortal humans and immortal gods with his arrows, making them fall in love. Yeah, that sounds very familiar. Yeah. So the Romans Benjamin buttoned him and turned him into a baby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares about he Eros, doesn't a teenager. Yeah. Nobody cares about Eros, though. He's just some loser the Romans stole the idea of. <laughs> Cupid is totally different. He's a little chubby boy with wings and an arrow. <laughs> Not at all the same. And a diaper. Yeah, he's usually wearing a little diaper. Cupid was reinterpreted by the Romans to be the child of Mars and Venus, 
Uh, and in Roman mythology, isn't really his own thing as much as a sidekick to Venus. Mars is the ripoff of Ares, the god of war. Yep. Yeah, uh, even in like the Roman stuff, they show Cupid like taking the the like weapons of war off of Mars and handing them to Venus. Like it's all exactly the same. The Romans ripped off the Greeks so much. Um. So in ancient Roman art, you might see a chubby little Cupid hanging out around his mother while she actually does stuff. <laughs> Cupid was written to carry two kinds of arrows, gold-tipped to make the victim fall in love and lead-tipped to make the victim scared and want to run away. I die, but okay. I've never heard of the, the, uh, the two types of arrows. Mm. Yeah, he'll use them interchangeably depending on what he and Venus are up to. Yeah. So there's a story of um, he, like, has a fight with one of the other Roman gods. And so he shoots him with a gold arrow and shoots his love interest with a lead one. And then he's like, <laughs> and then like shenanigans. Yeah. And he was friend zoned forever. Yeah. pretty Well, not even friend zoned. She doesn't want anything to do. She with runs him. away and frightened Yeah. So Cupid's a bit of a little, little prick. <laughs> <laughs> he's a brat. In a nod to the cheeky verse, uh, Cupid is often depicted with dolphins. Oh, no. Don't bring it to this episode. <laughs> a garden statue from Pompeii shows a dolphin rescuing Cupid from an octopus. There is also a fountain in Florence that depicts Cupid strangling a dolphin, which seems a little out of character. Uh, the reason for all this overlap between Cupid and dolphins is thought to be twofold. The sea god Neptune is often considered to be the source of the soul in Roman mythology, with dolphins being depicted as humans' friends quite often. Uh, so it's often said that when Cupid is depicted riding dolphins, it's to show the swiftness of love. Mm-hmm. So there's stuff where like there'll be dolphins coming out of Neptune's mouth and they're like going towards Cupid. So it's like, oh, the point of life is to be born and then seek love. Um, yeah. How poetic. There's some pretty cool, I saw like a couple of, uh, of depictions of Cupid where <laughs> he's like on the back of a dolphin like riding it like a horse. Mm. He's got, got like some a, reins yeah. and saddle. And the dolphin's like, <laughs> Get he's, off me. He's doing a Legolas from Lord of the Rings, just on a dolphin. Yeah. So in the um, in the page about Cupid, they even mention Pliny the Elder. I just I just had this, the mental image of like him shooting an arrow and then going, as <gasps> the dolphin goes underwater. <laughs> yeah. There's um There was like a couple of stories about Cupid hanging out with dolphins and stuff. But um, yeah, the, the bit where it's like, oh, um, dolphins are humans' friends. It was referencing a story by Pliny the Elder from the Pompeii story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, man, this is full cheeky verse. Yeah. There's I'll, so many the references. World's small. Pillow on the head, Pliny. Oh. Um, so, moving on with though. Pliny okay. started off so good and then just tanked right at the end of that story. Yeah, yeah he was doing great and then he just died. <laughs> <laughs> but he did nothing. He just went, eh, well, it's no, all right. there. Yeah, he and got then, there. Oh, that's right. Then he had a bath and like- Yeah, and yeah. The, this is- um, You should listen to the Pompeii episode. Yeah, Mount Vesuvius is exploding. This guy's like invented the encyclopedia almost, like just wrote all these things and got to there to help people and then got to the town mm-hmm. and just went, Done. I'm going to have a, a, a bath and a nap. Yeah, they've like- I never woke up. They've sailed into Pompeii or like into the harbour and they're like getting hit with pumice stone and stuff and they're like running into the house and they're like, what should we do, Pliny? Nap. <laughs> yeah, it started so well, and then that's just right. I would do. Just, hey, so that's something I would do. Yeah, that's pretty strategy. <laughs> I've done two hours' work. Time for a nap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So moving onward, though, it's not hard to see how the myth of Cupid lived on through the ages, attaching itself to representations of love. The idea of two lovers being struck by arrows, the golden-tipped ones, not the lead, and thrust into a passionate romance was used all through the Middle Ages and into the modern interpretations we see with Valentine's today. I was going to say, you were hit with a lead arrow for a while with me (laughs) until you got the golden one. (laughs) Oh, no, I used the wrong one. (laughs) Try again. Oh, it wasn't like that. It was maybe at about five or six years into that with the lead arrow. (laughs) Cupid even appeared in South Park as part of Cartman's attempts to get other characters to fall in love. And, I mean, isn't that enough to show just how big a star Cupid is? (laughs) In the end, Valentine's Day is just a day to commemorate some dead dude. But I guess it isn't really. It's a day to celebrate all that's fun and wonderful about love. Considering how often we spend thinking about the bad things in life, like the 1930s, I guess it's pretty nice to have (laughs) one day a year to focus on the most important. You are hitting the references. That's sweet, Aaron. Yeah. You should be getting a good present. Did you get that off Wikipedia as well? I feel like he's probably forgotten to an hour. (laughs) 100% pure Aaron. (laughs) I like how you said it isn't just a day to celebrate some dead dude. Name one holiday we have that isn't isn't celebrating a dead dead dude or dead woman. Labor Day. Yeah, you work to the death. Christmas. That's about a kid that got born. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Santa? Santa's not dead. Well, thank yeah, but the story's not about him dying. No. Okay. All right. You've named one. <laughs> <laughs> I said name one. <laughs> and that is the story of St. Valentine's Day. Nice. Nice. With a sprinkle of Cupid. So, no using that as an excuse that it's just a <laughs> just, holiday about I'm a not, dead guy. Yeah, I'm, not I'm not buying you flowers. No, you want to celebrate some dude being hanged. Not a reason to I stop already, buying them. I already bought you a Valentine's Day present <laughs> today. Did, a new husband. I got her a new husband. Oh, yeah. It's the bluey the gnome. gnome. Just nice. For, are you going to go get it for the video? Is it here? Yeah, it's Hecuba. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, I brought him in. <laughs> I missed that. So for everyone that is a fan of Bluey, I have Hecuba, my new husband. Is Hecuba. anybody not a fan of Bluey? Well, have you watched the Bluey episode? If you're not, you should yeah. be. Happy Valentine's Day, honey. Oh, thanks. We that's went to good. Bunnings on the way here because... That's what we do. And the, someone asked but we were store. actually trying to find places that opened and nothing opens on 10 o'clock on a Sunday. And so I was like, oh, we're those old people that are looking for somewhere <laughs> open at 9 a.m. on a Sunday morning. We've become them. It's not even that early. Like nine's not no. that early. So we went to Bunnings. We tried the furniture shop first, but they were shut. Oh. Mm. Anyway, that's your first episode. It is. Thanks. What'd you think? Look, if I'm honest... I really wish I paid attention in school because I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Just watch the episode, you'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I need to go and do some research after now this. Now you know. <laughs> Who is Cupid? <laughs> what are saints? <laughs> what was Rome? <laughs> Where is Rome? No. Where is Rome? No, no, no. Where is Rome? Italy. Yeah. <laughs> like really Did the over- microphone pick that up? <laughs> yeah, so Rome is now the capital of Italy, but it uh, it was the whole empire at one point. It's oh. huge. Yeah. Biggest empire ever? Mm. Yeah. No, I don't know if it was the biggest. I thought the Mongols had the biggest area. Yeah, the Ottomans might have been bigger too. Doesn't matter. That's not the point of this episode. None of them exist anymore. So yeah. take that. Take that, USA. They have really cool buildings, sorry. <laughs> They do have some sick buildings. Yeah. yeah. Like the Coliseum. 
Yeah, the Colosseum used to be covered in marble and stuff. Yeah. And then a pope was like, I would like this. that marble over there. Yeah, they please. pulled it down. It didn't yeah. just fall oh. apart. They pulled it down. Yeah. They took bits out of it. Mm. Anyway, thanks for joining us. It's nice to have you part of it. Thanks, thanks for, for having us. us. Uh, we will be back in another fortnight. I think Sean's doing an episode. Yeah, I don't know. I was going to discuss this afterwards, but are we going back to regular your episode and then mine or am I next or? I don't know. Sure, Someone's next. We'll be back. That's what there I'm saying. There will be an episode. Um, you can find us on uh, social media at Cheeky Tales Pod, Facebook, Twitter, X. and Instagram. It's Twitter. <laughs> um, obviously, you've found us on YouTube if you're watching. Uh, and if you're listening, you found us on the streaming, uh, the, the podcast apps, uh, RIP to Google Podcasts. Um, when is that finishing? Because I'm still listening to Google Podcasts. Yeah, I think it's April. Okay. Yeah. I am not looking forward to moving over to YouTube Music. Neither am I. Uh, it's not a great platform. Um, Google, please fix that. Um, please continue to have our I'll, podcast on your services. They'll change their recommendations if you sponsor them. That's right. We'll, Hit us up, Google. We'll take a sponsorship. <laughs> or from Ludo Studios. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're apparently like just down from my work. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, share us with a friend. Uh, it would be nice to get more ear holes listening to this. Share us with your significant other. Yeah, force them to listen to it. Like we force these two to be part of it. Don't forget flowers. Don't forget flowers. Or gnomes. Yeah, gnomes are a good Whatever option. they like. Um, chocolates. Chocolates are a good choice. Anyway. Come on, give us some recommend- recommendations for the, the males out there listening. Cook the- dinner. I'm going out for dinner and being kid can you free. Cut, can you, cut, can you cut, <laughs> cut that? I hope you like burgers. <laughs> <laughs> Any recommendations, Bree? No, I don't know. <laughs> this is my life. <laughs> <laughs> I just buy what I want. <laughs> yeah. Lego Corgi. That looks like Breeze. That was from Rachel for Christmas. Oh, okay. It is mine. But you Took like me it. forever. You like it, don't you? Yeah. So there absolutely. you go. There's an idea. Or Lego flowers. I got Lego flowers for my anniversary last yeah, year. Yeah. I'll see Some they don't die. Yeah. The kids wreck them though, but. Yeah. So he did buy me Lego flowers one time and I put them in the vase and they just kept falling apart. Yeah. Got one that does that because the kids keep banging mm. the cupboard. It's super annoying. Mm. But they're pretty. Yeah. And they're not dead. Lego dead. flower bouquet. Lego is really annoying when you knock it over. It is. Like anyway, I think we can wrap up. Yes. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Good night, everyone. Good night, Chiquitos. Night. Bye. Kirsty's the only one that realised that it's not night time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like, I can't say it.